Yeah, uh, I was talking to a friend of the show, Rostam, a.k.a. Rostman. <laughs> and we did not dead that yet, Rostman. <laughs> Suck my dick from the side. <laughs> and I, I posted a picture on my Instagram. What's up? How long gone? Chris Black, Jason Stewart here. Uh. Live, uncut, unedited from Glendale in the sauna. Uh. And, and, and Rostam was DMing me because I posted a photo. I was sitting inside of a Porsche 911. Mm. Brand new, that 2022. 2022. What color, by the way? The color is a, a dark, moody, sexy gray mm. with all black everything else. Dark dark 20s on it, black mm. handles and features and all that He said stuff. he got the Hollywood tint on that. He said, mm. they can't see me riding low in Long Beach. Yeah, he, and he, he has to take it in this week to get, he's going to get clear coat on the whole motherfucker. So I wish a pebble would <laughs> fall off of one of those pickup trucks and I- scratch the shit. I don't know, man. I feel like if I was going to get a new Porsche, I would want that brown interior. Mm-hmm. Silver on the outside, brown on the inside, navy on the mm. outside, brown on the inside, hunter green. Wow, you've been looking at Emily Oberg's mood board a lot lately. I like where do you that. think hunter I, green? Where I do mean, you think I stole my whole swag from, bro? We're we're two months away from hunter green '90s car. With tan interior, that's that's almost uncouth. That's almost no. out. it's almost jumped the shark. Well, the thing is, you don't actually see them in real life. You only see that on the internet. <laughs> like you, I've seen one Land Rover LR4 Hunter Green with the with the tan leather interior, and that's about as good as it gets mm-hmm. for a car. It is, it is. But I, you know, as a Yeezy owner, I have to kind of zig yeah, before of everyone else of zigs. So I'll announce what the new '90s Land Rover color scheme. Okay. Interior out. I don't know. It's it's April two, so you know, give me about two yellow weeks. with red, maybe for you, something nice and loud. First week of Coachella, I should be ready to announce <laughs> it. Feels it. like emergency. But I'm talking to Rossum, and I post a selfie of me in the. It's a cockpit, not a driver's seat. I, I was when you're I was hoping like you would that. say that. I would hope you would say that. I had it in super wet, wet mode on the steering wheel, of course. <laughs> and uh, and and Rossman was like. Is she yours? Did you tell? Did you did you say that you were in super wet wet mode <laughs> to Carolyn's dad when you got back? <laughs> no, he was in the car sitting next to me. Oh, he was you because he no, actually no he was he was cuddled up in the back like a refugee. Uh, he he was like I don't I ain't letting you do this alone, but I'll let my daughter. No, sit I in was the front. surprised because I was like, okay, I'll sit in the front seat. Shotgun Bay will kind of be curled up in the back like a set of golf clubs. Mm-hmm. It's a notoriously small back seat. It's it's really all you can really fit back there is the Louis Duffel. A so. Louis Duffel, that's it. I mean, if you have a full size golden retriever, mm, uh, puppies only. Uh, the, we'll save dog talk for the end the of the car show. For you. Okay, I'm sorry. So Rostam is like, so Rostam Jason, is did like, you cop up? Ooh, is she yours? And I said, the podcast is making Boxster money, not 911 money. <laughs> and he, he understood. Like that? He understood. He has yet to respond to that DM, but I think he did like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he got it. Uh-huh. I think he got it. He you know, definitely got it. It's Sunday. He kind of sleeps in. I understand. Well, when you're, when you, you, know, you got to stay up late to create that magic. You know that. Yeah. And he, I know on Sundays, he doesn't like to check socials before he's gone to the farmer's market and kind of had his hike. Sure. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could kind of get that centered. Um, but, Brother, me too. but you know, when I, when I drive by the, the Fairfax flea market on Sundays and see the third man records zip up hoodie in line. <laughs> feel good to zip on by you know i don't think i'm ever gonna go you know so i i don't think i'm ever gonna go to a flea market or a pasadena thing ever nope. again i like it i think there's cool stuff to be found there if it if it's 2003 there was good stuff to find there back then but i think it's all no no it's all been fucked out no there's still good stuff to find there it's just like i'm at a point in my life 480 dollars well no 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 I, I i think that's no i think you can do it i just think i'm at a point in my life where i'd rather somebody do it for me and me pay a, a mm-hmm. service fee mm-hmm. for that. You got up at 4 a.m. Yeah. You found the shirt I wanted. Thank you. I love Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Here's 200 instead of 50, mm-hmm. and that's fine because I don't want to be around it. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. It's it's worse than the Maru Fitz Instagram account. Oh, my man. Did you already find out who it is? No, but 
I was like, yo, oh, we, we, we've been talking. Sure. And I mean, I was, it's funny. I was like, I'm afraid. Or I was like, no, I have to start. I really have to start dressing when I go to Mario downtown. And he said, you pull up in that Porsche. You can wear whatever you want, sweetheart. Well, luckily, going to the Mario downtown is a rare occurrence. Yeah. I, I would I would hope for you. I mean, he's going to branch out. He's got to branch Unless out. Unless I have a meeting with an Asian architect. That's it's rare. Perfect it's very place rare. for it. He's got to branch out to Los Feliz because it's the hot. It's it's the fits are absolutely twisted. And there's 100 people in line at all times. Yeah, the, the fits in Los Feliz is it's it's a little it's gone too mad happy it's jumped the shark it's just people who well the, the like Mario location people. downtown is literally across the street from mad happy so i'm sure you get plenty of that down there well too. there's mad ha- that's a mad happy employees not customers what's better what's worse that's a tough that's a tough a question call. that my, our forefathers have asked us that's, that's whatever right. the the mad happy of the 1800s was when they were writing this declaration of independence <laughs> i would <laughs> <laughs> Did George Washington rock mad happy? <laughs> Four score and <laughs> and seven edible mushroom gummy think, adaptogenic. Do you think that the the founding fathers were as concerned with mental health as we are? And I think maybe that's why we're in this predicament that we're in as a country. Yeah, I think our yeah those the same forefathers that if you have like malaria they like drain your blood <laughs> like and give you different blood. Look, you got wooden teeth, but you need to think about the mental. That's really the mm. problem. Yeah, just take these leeches and put them near your <laughs> kind of the temples, and the and they will suck out the bad vibes. It's gonna be it's gonna be, the bad vibes have got to go. These leeches we do sell them in a nice ten pack at the Mad Happy Boutique, one twenty. <laughs> Um, this is, this is not a collaboration. This is just kind of, this us. is a cashless transaction. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, if you could tap, that'd be great. Yeah. We're still, we're still in a pandemic. What is, yeah. What's the 1800s version of that? It's like you, you, you're, I guess you're trading a horse or something at that. No, I think the beauty of the 1800s is that people didn't, didn't, um, you know, they're worried about living and dying. Not like mm-hmm. I'm overworked. <laughs> they, yeah there was no such thing as i deserve this little treat no culture oh my god that shit was amazing yeah there's a new york times article every day week. you wake up and a and a <laughs> joe rogan style grizzly bear isn't gnawing <laughs> on your left leg that is a you're, treat you're not getting your reese's fast break after you go to the dry cleaners if, if the bear you know because yes. the treat culture it's not about capitalism no it's so i like to kind of rebel against that system by purchasing a candy bar from a yeah, so there was a just to, just to clar- clarify, there's a New York Times article about people a a trend that someone absolutely made up about mm-hmm. people giving themselves little treats because now life's big successes just aren't guaranteed, <laughs> you know. So because we, and we bought- were talking about treats a lot with girl puppy, she was saying she makes everything a treat, and I think she had a better philosophy for it than whoever wrote this thing. Yeah, she wasn't she was rewarding herself for like finishing a song, not mm-hmm. I went to the grocery store today like an adult. <laughs> like I I like this woman is literally like I do every little errand I run, I give myself a Reese's fast break. So you're fat and you're not even good at running errands. It imagine you're rewarding corporate yourself. Corporate candy. Errands I I don't know, I was blown away by that. But but also like of course like that's, yeah, you that's know, where in, the, we're at. in these last two years of unprecedented times, uh-huh. you have to. We're still in a pandemic, Jason. We're still. I'm still getting my stimmies. <laughs> I'm, it's all going towards my Reese's. No, there. Jason said, "You know what? I'm going to take these stimmy checks, and I'm going to get the fast break instead of the Porsche this time." Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, Biden, if we do this, if we if we shut down one more time, I fell for it. I'm getting the Tundra. <laughs> The, uh, no, not the Tundra. Yeah, you're getting the all-new 2023 no, no, no. Tundra. Tundra, that's a little dick Toyota truck. What would you get? I, I'm getting the Tacoma oh. XL 4x4. Oh, I'm sorry. Fat cab. You I'm know, sorry. It's, the, it's the most turned-up juice stuff. I want a Toyota Tacoma that costs about $108,000. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, my favorite thing about living in L.A., one of the many beautiful things is the amount of money that people spend on mid-range cars to make themselves feel like it's nicer. Mid-range cars? Spending $100,000 on a Toyota truck mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. They do that everywhere in the in, in America, though. They, of course, but I think it's more prevalent here because car culture is more prevalent here. True that. True that. Yeah. Next time next time I go to the dry cleaners, I'm going to buy myself a Tacoma. <laughs> Just a little treat. Just as a treat. I mean, if you could find them. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you're right. Too. These issues. But that's- yeah, the, the treat. Yeah, I mean, one of the person's... Or the person, one of the treats that this person enjoyed was going on a walk. Like as if that is a, tr- I mean, 
you have to rem- I mean I don't know. I mean that's I don't know. I If you're if going on a walk is I a treat I live a privileged life is what it sounds like. No, you're this. just not a loser. If going on a walk <laughs> is a treat for you, you got to you got to rethink what's going on. You're already you're already in the metaverse if going on a walk is a treat for you in the real world, too not a, not a virtual world. No, that's too twisted, man. That's too pathetic. Like it's just and someone who's old enough and knows better works at the New York Times and is and something like that comes across their desk, they should be like, "What the fuck? Get this nope. fucking because we're doing out of here. we're doing exactly what they want us to do right now." I know, and people are going to Google it and they're going to go read it and they're going to get mad and maybe talk about it or maybe they're going to feel seen. They 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 a big old plate full of cacio e pepe just sitting there on the windowsill. One of those nice blueberry pies mm. that Linda Black makes sitting on the mm. windowsill. The New York Times puts it there. I bet you Chris Fatass is going to love the smell uh, of this. Yeah, exactly. And wouldn't you know it? And then uh-huh. you go over there, slams that windowsill in those hands. Gotcha. No, I, I bite. And mm-hmm. you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. That's my little treat. Yeah, do you, yeah, you're simply a squirrel trying to get his nut, which is a treat in its own, isn't it? That's right. I had um, an interaction right before I got here. Okay, so Sunday morning. It's early, gloomy outside. It's a little gloomy. I finished my first workout. I'm showered. I'm in my tennis clothes, heading to the car with my podcasting bag, and I'm ready to go. You have your podcasting bag. I look to my left, and I see some loser and his chick <laughs> with a bag of dog shit opening my trash <laughs> And I say... Hey, hey, man! Why don't you put that dog shit somewhere else? Okay. His response was, "Is this your house? <laughs> Why the fuck would I care if it's not my house, bro?" This guy was. This guy looked torched too. The full thing, ponytail with the hat on. The girlfriend was wearing. Fucking were you SpongeBob. standing on your on your house property? Uh, or were you like on the sidewalk? I had walked past the house property and mm-hmm. did a look back at it and saw him. And then he and I was and he kept staring at me. And I'm like. What do you want to do, bro? I'll, I'll fucking kill you, bro. Get the fuck out of here. He was like staring at me like he was so stunned by it. And I'm like, it's a known right, thing right, right, that right. people don't like this. Yeah. And, and then he took his shit and he walked off like a bitch. <laughs> like every dog owner. Um, I mean, no offense. A respectful bitch. I mean, would you, would you have preferred? He, I would have preferred to get into a fight with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I would have preferred. You would have wanted it to be <laughs> yeah. a, a real showdown, a standoff. Everyone's squinting the eyes. Larry I would have David wanted to, that to end with me sitting on his chest, rubbing the shit into his face, <laughs> while his girlfriend in her dirty ass pajama pants Ooh. couldn't stop me because I'm just hulked out. The bottom of her SpongeBob pants <laughs> is all frayed and torn, yeah, and the- she's filming it, yelling. World star. She's filming it. And if the cops come, I'd say take me away. I'm guilty. Uh huh. I'm guilty Proud for protecting my land. You know what? If that's if that's where we're gonna go, this is good. This is good. <laughs> I like. I mean, because these scenarios, I think about all the time because I I share most of your mentality. Um, because I, I you know just out of sheer boredom, just to entertain myself on my treat walks, <laughs> I will like imagine a scenario where I you know pound somebody on the sidewalk yeah. just. Mm-hmm. I'm a man at the end of the day. We're of just course. animals. We can't, we can't control these urges. We descended from monkeys, you know? That's right. So <laughs> just, yeah, stuff like that. And then, so a part of me imagines like, I would love to be that guy. And then some guy comes out of his house and says like, bro, put that shit elsewhere. And I have the, the, the trash cans open. The bag is in my hand and I'm looking at him. I'm sizing him up. I'm like, does he have a sword? Does he have a gun? Does he know how to use the gun? So do you think this guy sized me up and said, I don't want the smoke? I think so. I think that is what happened. Because if he did want the smoke, or if he did believe that you were not really going to scrap, as it were, we're, we're we, live, we live in a post-slap world now. Everybody can get it. Everybody we can live, get it. We're, violence is accepted now by the academy mm-hmm. and by the public. And I'm not talking about, I'm not going to shoot <laughs> the guy. I'm not going to run him over my car. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let him know that what his behavior is unacceptable. Yeah. And if he wants to challenge that, then we can we can do that. I, do, I, I want I want to be holding that bag. I want the trash can, the fine Los Angeles County trash can to be empty, nothing else to cushion the blow and I want oh, you and hear you it. drop it mm-hmm. and it's it's dropping in slow motion mm-hmm. like Tom Cruise coming down the rope to steal something in Mission Impossible Ghost Pro 
And it let that thud heard no. around the world. If the thud, if I would have heard the thud, I would have ran. <laughs> I would have ran over there. I would have taken my Birkenstocks off so I could run. Okay, run over there, and then I would have tipped his ass upside That's down smart. into the trash can. Yeah, I would have put his physical body into the trash can. That's where I was going. Okay, th- it's kind of like you head don't, on shit. Head on shit. You don't want to be like you don't want to catch a like a real case, like no. a, like a felony assault case. You want to do the most humiliation. Yeah, it's like a swirly and lesson learning yeah you you are going to learn today ponytail mm-hmm. and you're gonna yeah you're gonna drop him down head first the lid goes on and then he's gonna kind of have to do mm-hmm. a little side to side you'll have shake. to tip the trash can over to get out of it which is humiliating mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway i've had an action-packed morning <laughs> this is gonna be the longest day of my life so i'm glad i started out with a little um i chose violence <laughs> that's good but also the problem i mean I could go in because I mean, there's so many times where I drop shit into someone's trash can and the owner of the house comes out to yell at me and I'm like, what are you going to do? I never say like, what are you going to do? Do you want to fight me? Because it's always like a 67-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's my logic is always like, would you prefer that I left the shit on your lawn so you step in it? Or would you like that I pick no, it up? No, I think as a no, 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 no. As a dog owner, you have to carry it all the way home. You have to carry it all. That's the way your home. responsibility. That's the responsibility that you take on mm-hmm. when you want to house a wild animal mm-hmm. in your home. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a challenge that you've accepted, mm-hmm. and that's what you got to do. I don't make the rules. Mm-hmm. I, I don't make the rules. Look, you're not allowed to steal stuff from Whole Foods, but some people can do it. But some some people, people get caught, and that's what happened to this guy today. You just wanted to give him a slap on the wrist. I do, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want it to go as far as it would have, but unfortunately, I do have a temper, and it only comes out in domestic situations of that sort. I mean, I, w- I want to go to that dog. I want to unleash him. Oh, yeah. I want to go on the collar, slap him on the ass like a show pony, and say, yeah, and then where's that collar going, Chris? Do you know? I don't. It's going on ponytails now. You're going to walk oh. him like a fucking oh, like a I Shetland got you. pony. Yeah, he's going. He needs to get his steps in. You come to the stop sign at Beverly in Fairfax. Guess what? Uh, 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 uh. We heal, and then we cross the street when I say we can. That's right. You need to obey your master. Chris goes into his pocket, pulls out a single unreal peanut butter <laughs> chocolate, and just kind of. Oh, so you said we have a we have a long day today, right? We're about to have a long three days, I think. That's gonna really put the test on uh, our our personal relationships. No, I'm not worried about that. I mean, so so I had to get a sitter. Yeah, tonight (laughs) I got to get a sitter. (laughs) We're doing the what? We're doing a. I don't think anybody except how long gone could could have this range tonight. You know, Mm -hmm. like, and I like Jawbreaker. I do, but I don't care enough to stay. Yeah. So it worked out that we can see Dando do It's a Shame About Ray front to back with a little bit of time to make it to see Charlie. So we're going to go wheels up at the wheel turn, doors at six, lemon heads at seven. We'll get That's enough time for me to get two heinies in me, large, mm-hmm. not small, mm-hmm. hopefully draft. Three and a half cigarettes outside. Mm, and then as soon as thank you los angeles since they're opening they probably won't do an encore no also i think when you're playing an album straight through yeah you know he maybe you know maybe he'll do one acoustic cover at the end just something to mm. give you a treat but we won't stick around i for hope that. he does the eagles yeah but anyway <laughs> uh. he'll do his hotel california on the 12 string like he always does and then we get in the car and drive straight up into the greek theater for charlie at 9 20 i think this is timed perfectly i think we'll have we'll have enough time to kind of drag our ass we don't we don't really have to be whisked away i don't think so either and let's talk about how dinner is going to work into this situation well i was worried because i was i was looking at like helicopter prices but mm-hmm. now that we know now that we kind of know yeah <laughs> that we have a little bit of time i think it's mm-hmm. better that way i i, I mean we have to do something early and light um, because you know I don't want to be heavy. I have to change into my Charlie outfit. Um, you know, which is <laughs> okay. So you a little sexier. Like the Mew Mew thing is over, but it's think mm-hmm. think that zone. Yeah, we're still in that headspace, but we obviously can't do the skirt right now. It's, it's not it's April. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's gonna be chilly tonight at the Greek. <laughs> so that's it. That is another fashion problem because I'm gonna want to lean kind of grungy. 
for the Lemonheads, of course. And then for Charlie, I need to. I need. Look, I need you know, when you say like this outfit can go from the office to cocktails. Yeah. I need to go from straight to gay. And I think that's because I, I'm going to be backstage at Charlie, and I this is this is the gay baiting Olympics. <laughs> no, it really is. This is <laughs> this is the top gay baiting event of the year for us. This is this is that's NBA All Star Weekend. We are local club thoughts, <laughs> yes, and this yes. this is the, the we Charlotte are, we Hornets, are, the Denver Nuggets. We are five. Gir- we are five girls that flew from Macon, Georgia. We're sharing one hotel room at Miami Bike Week, and we ain't yeah. leaving here without a baller. We're sharing one fake Birkin bag that gets rotated every night. I got dibs on Sundays. You bitches slept. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I and don't. Also, know. if you want to cut this Birkin in half, it is a cake. It is also a cake. It's crazy how that works, but I think that we're gonna. I mean. That is something to think about. I don't know what. The what dinner. are you gonna do? Because I'm, I'm. I'm gonna do my usual. I'm gonna do my usual. Right. You're, you're, you. I, luckily, your usual is already gay baiting grunge guy. Nothing is at simultaneously gayer or straighter than a Canadian tuxedo. Uh, it's the perfect uh, outfit. It's the perfect outfit. Okay, so we're you gonna throw go, a suede coat on. Okay. Are we gonna? So we're going. Kind of, we're Mel Ottenberging tonight a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I always Ottenberg if I but can. But you don't tuck in, do you? I I don't. I don't. I would. In do a we certain, untuck for Evan and then, and then tuck, tuck for Charlie? Because I do want to show my cinch little waist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also if you if you if you tuck a shirt into jeans, that means you kind of have to wear the jeans at like the proper waist yeah. level. Which will then reveal your snatched little penis outline. You it's know what well, it's I mean? also just not comfortable. No, it's not. But we don't consider comfort I'm sorry, we're getting right. dressed for a Charlie XCX you're right. concert. Chris. I wonder if she has any. I wonder if I should text her and see if she has any costumes I could borrow. Maybe this isn't a costume. This is Dolce and Gabbana, <laughs> and I bought it with my own fucking money. Thank you. This is a this is a gown. <laughs> oh God. I, I'm just gonna wear my normal clothes and then. As soon as we leave the Lemonheads, I'm going to put on my Frank Ocean bug necklace. There you go. $85,000. I spent 85000 on this uh, Hot Topic Raver necklace that has some diamonds <laughs> in it. Um, and it, it, Some diamonds? It makes me look like a hacker from 1997. Is this all diamonds? Some. It's some. some. It has some diamonds attached. Maybe whatever shirt I'm wearing in the car ride over, just to zip up Western, I will then kind of, I'll have my, my, my shears with me. Mm-hmm. And then oh. we'll kind of just kind of cut the Actually, out. I saw this morning, Alex showed me a, um, Julia Fox did a tutorial <laughs> where she's wearing. This she has a, also a denim tuxedo. She was wearing a, a two piece <laughs> set where it was like a tank top on top. Obviously a little under titty is showing mm-hmm. and then a short skirt. And it was actually just one wife respecter mm-hmm. cut. Yeah. Bottom is the skirt. Top is the top. She said, Mew Mew is like, this is what's going on. And then she put down the Narcan and said, hold my beer. Yeah. Hold my can. She said, hold my uh, Heineken 0.0. I am am going to (laughs) show you. It actually tastes good. I'm going to show you guys what cool sculpting looks like. (laughs) And it it worked. Yeah. I mean, it's all done. What is that? $7? If not less, depending on if you get a three-pack. That won't cover parking at Mew Mew. No, it won't. Oh, man. Parking. (laughs) Kills me. Shout How much am I Julia. spending on valet tonight? You think fifty? Um, I think the pro uh, uh, is. Does Charlie have an opener? Yeah, she must. Ag Cook. Oh, I I, I want to see Ag. We might make it. I want to see Ag more than Evan. <sighs> Don't do that, bro. I know. <laughs> Don't I do hate. That. I hate to. I like Ag. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I hope Evan. Ha- I hope Evan's on. You're tonight. gonna spend. You're gonna spend thirty five on valet. I'll split it with you. Well, that's really. That's sweet of you. <laughs> I can see it now. I'll split it with you. You got cash? Oh, shit, bro. My bad. No, I'll I'll sell you at the end of the month for all the stuff I owe you. Wow. You bought me a cookie on the 12th? That's You're talking like a person who rewards themselves for a walk now, and I like it. (laughs) Speaking of snatched little waists and cool sculpting, I'm kind of going on the same route right now. We, We went down and visited our parents in Orange County, and my life partner's mom was like you, uh, you did you lose a little weight you look good somebody told me that at the gym today <clears throat> that i lost weight and i look good or you me oh okay they weren't relaying a message about me to you no they weren't they're not aware of you i don't think 
I don't even know who you are. Yeah, Marty doesn't know you. I don't even think about so you at all. So she gave you a compliment, so you're going to keep your swag. You're going to keep... No, well, I was like, what, is it the sauna? Is it the sledding? Mm-hmm. I think it's the sledding. It could be the sledding, but then I was I was listening to some type of, I don't know, it was like a quote or an interview with Madonna, and somebody asked her, what's your weight loss secret? And she said, don't eat cheese and get liposuction. So I'm like, I'll do one of the two. Oh, for- cheese, yeah, cheese is the devil. All All former vegans know that. Um, cheese is the devil so I'm, i only eat it on on pizza and on a rare occasion but you don't really yeah i mean you're not like a cheese plate guy but you'll just eat whatever i'm not a cheese plate guy but i think i think it's the little difference between going from good to great it's like those yeah. little things where it makes you rethink how you're going to order your food and how mm. you're going to eat and it seems like a fun challenge to me to like how can i go out through my you know i love eating a sandwich it's it's hard for me to eat a sandwich and not put a little provolone on there or like cheeseless pizza, whatever it is. Speaking, like <laughs> speaking of provolone, mm. I did go to the new. I was getting a coffee yesterday at Verve, oh, nice. and next door it is a cheesy place. Is Uncle Paulie's? Mm-hmm. Uncle Paul, the man himself, was there. Mm-hmm. We had a great stop and chat. I saw my man Jesse from the neighborhood. I saw. Did Zach. you hand him a small envelope full of twenties? No, no. The best part was he goes, "Oh, you don't want a sandwich, do you?" <laughs> he, he, he didn't even he knew he knew that i wasn't mm-hmm. there for a sandwich not even a bag of chips i was just there to break bread with the legend talk mm-hmm. about the rise of deli core and how he just can't even keep up with production he just assumed that you needed a valet parking validation or something <laughs> yeah, like said, that you need a mountain valley or something he said while you wait i mean they're bringing it around so deli core was a hot topic over there with the boys the new york post coined it and i think that the uh the so that is cuz there's there's been like clothing for restaurants has been a thing obviously for a hundred years but then you know maybe like five years ago yeah. like the pizza slime erewhon mm-hmm. john and Vinny's was like a big thing mm-hmm. and i now- can't wait to get my john and Vinny's socks out you know <laughs> they're not compression as you can imagine shout out to pizza slime but we we had every every restaurant has merch now like every restaurant you go to their like order online mm-hmm. and it's like here's the the sides the drinks the dessert Here's our dad hat. Here's our hoodie. Yeah. Here's our sweatpants. Yeah. Here's our crock. We might sell you a sauce as well. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're Odeon, they sell the beautiful domed silver sugar holders for only $45. Real? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I can keep my ket in there, mate. Mm-hmm. You can keep a lot of things in there. So so Deli Core is, is nothing. It's basically just like now we're pinpointing which type of restaurant I think gets it, the yes. merch? Well, I think it's just basically if Pete Davidson does anything, we have to talk about it and therefore give it a name. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. thank God the geniuses of the New York Post are are poets mm-hmm. uh, and once again have coined a term that is good. <laughs> it's going to stick. Good. I don't know what else falls in that category. I guess like a Zabar's. Well, I mean, because the deli, you got the Jewish deli, you got the Italian deli. Do those guys like each other? Do those guys get along? I have a feeling they don't. I think they can. You know, I think it's, I think if the. Because it's kind of, it's delicatessen versus. Yeah, but I think it's, it's, I think they come together over a nice boar's head and they just, they shake hands. Uh They kiss cheeks. There's some back room stuff going on, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, Mm -hmm. between the deli guys. You eat mustard too? (laughs) I eat mustard. (laughs) Fuck out of here. I fucking love mustard. (laughs) Yeah, I could see those guys getting together in a back room somewhere in Hollywood, trading secrets, Mm. talking about distributors. You right, know? right, right. It's like like when Dr. Dre and Iveen link up and exactly. catch. You're like, what are those guys exactly. talking about? I would kill to be on the fly on the wall. <laughs> what country is going to get yeah, who exploded is, All right, next? so if, if Uncle Polly is Dr. Dre, then who is Jimmy Iveen? Cantor's? <laughs> Mr. Katz himself. <laughs> Mr. Katz himself? This is Russ, and these are my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> you want a celery soda or something? <laughs> Not celery soda. <laughs> I'm Russ. These are my daughters. What's what's bothering you? You know, you barely touched your coleslaw. <laughs> we got all the dried fruit up there in the front. If you want to take some for your mom when you leave, I like I like Russ being a, a hard nosed like steel union worker. <laughs> <laughs> he just the bagels were in the family. He had no choice. You know, this wasn't what he wanted to do. It's what he had to do. I, I do what I had to do to put food on my table, but I love. Thinly sliced uh, <laughs> white fish, red fish. 
Or, or some orange and yellow fish as well. Y'all come check your little place out. What kind of chips you guys make the chips yourself? These what kind of chips are these? Some kind of homo, no capers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, I don't know about all this. You can't handle their briny sting? <laughs> Fuck out of here. So I went over there, these pussies, they got no capers. <laughs> So cheese, you know, cheese free April's going well. It's April second. I was about to say. I mean, it's no, it's the third. Oh, April third. That's right. I went. I went to a, a Korean restaurant. Well, they don't. Oh, they have cheese there. The Koreans have have appropriated Wisconsin culture. Oh, and they've been using a lot of cheeses in their foods, which we don't know if cheese belongs. In I the don't Korean really understand palette. that, but I feel like it must succeed from time to time, or they wouldn't do it. Yeah, they they were doing melted cheese on top of corn. Which is kind of like what my girlfriend ate when she came home from school when she was in third grade. That sounds like some freaky hungover. She she would make like corn with with like garlic powder and butter and oh. then like sizzle it up and then I don't know if she put cheese. I on I mean, it. the problem is that probably tastes good. Oh yeah, it's good. But I, I mean, yeah, she had this. This thing. is not fresh corn from the Santa Monica Farmers Market. This is no. from a can. <laughs> no. this, this is barely no, this, organic. No, this is frozen, frozen corn. Frozen corn is much better than than canned corn. You can get a fine frozen pea and a frozen corn that'll rival anything. I know you're on. Hollow I know your team frozen. No Elsa, but so, I, I, I I didn't I didn't. Uh, oh, God damn it! <laughs> I didn't go that hard. You should have known stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she's she April. Would, all right. Well, unfortunately, she would come home from school in like sixth grade, and she would make this. She would do this, cook this meal by herself while her parents were at work. She would cook a full steak, sizzle it up in the saute pan, and then make garlic butter corn, and that was her after school meal every day. Twisted, twisted. That's cheaper than Musso and Frank's. <laughs> but the my Korean brothers are putting it on the cheese, and they're also putting it on like. Have we talked to resident Korean advisor David Cho about this? About the cheesiness, yeah. Uh, I've, we've spoken a little bit about it. Does he like it or not like it? I think he likes it when it's applicable. It's it's very easy to turn it from like this is yummy, yummy, nom nom into this is like Why Instagrammable. Is there like you 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 gone too far. Like when yeah. you have the hot Cheeto corn dog thingy, and you're like, sure. okay, guys, this is just for Instagram. Uh, look, I think you're going to succeed at this. I don't think it's that hard as a person who basically lives like this. But I'm worried. I mean, we are <laughs> we are going to the Big Apple tomorrow. Cottage cheese doesn't count as cheese. We're going to the Big Apple tomorrow, and it's a cheese forward place. Oh man, those ninety nine cent slices. I know. I'll be like. I'll, I'll I'll just but you can just peel it off, you know. Yeah, but then it's a breadstick, so it's kind of that's problematic in its own way. That's called pan tomate. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do. I don't because you're you're gonna be drunk as hell. I will I will drink, yeah. And there's no cheese and alcohol, as far as I know. I can go to I can go to sweet green, and also do we count parmesan as a cheese? Most of the milk solids and fats have been. People, petrified people, by time people don't um yeah people don't from what i've understood i'm not an expert in the dairy yeah, field I, I went to your parmesan wheel <laughs> looking for lactose they said we don't know you we don't know lactose around these parts mm-hmm. i so yeah I'll be, i think i'll be fine when i'm in new york i only eat i mean i'll just go and get blacked out drunk drinking martinis at some museum <laughs> gathering and then i'll go to my local deli and be like mm. let me get the obama with no cheese <laughs> yo 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 let me get the obama i'm watching my figure let yeah. me get the chicken parmesan mozzarella stick avocado yeah onion bacon burger but no no cheese please. yeah and then you get the uh let me yeah light and sweet uh you got to get a cup of joe hot coffee 32 ounces light and sweet oh baby. extra mayo <laughs> They're just they're getting they're getting carpal tunnel from the amount of fucking stevia they're putting. And in And let your me shit. get some of those voodoo chips. Yeah, I love voodoo chips. But no, I mean, I think that I think that you could succeed at this. And I think that we we were talking about this yesterday. I'll lose one pound. Why is it so you cannot go to a restaurant in 2022 without making a reservation multiple days in advance mm. or knowing the proprietor? Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Like I was looking at because we we have Thank some. Thank God we know the proprietors. Before we before the party tomorrow night, we have time for you and I to get a quick meal. I was like, oh, let me let me take Jason to Omen, a Soho classic. It's light, it's perfect. Nothing early on Monday. Early on Monday, nothing. It's crazy. Well, Odeon, nothing. Balthazar, nothing. Really, nothing. I'll DM Keith. 10 p.m. You know what I mean? I, I just don't like our people. Well, Monday is industry night. I understand that, but I just don't. 
I'm like, are there people playing this far ahead or are people just sitting on times? I think it's both. Because there's no both. penalty to cancel, obviously, you know. So well, it's like, a lot of places, yeah. Now, I mean, now there is, but but many like, places you got to put your credit card down to hold it, and they'll they'll penalize you if you if you're a no cut it no too show. close, or if you cut it too close. Yeah, I think I mean because every time I luckily I have the privilege of knowing a lot of mm-hmm. res- restaurateurs. Fun word to say, impossible to spell, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to night market on Sunset Strip Saturday night. You know, I need a four top at 8 p.m. Surely not a table, you know, like there's 50 people waiting in line to try to get a spot in there. And, you know, I'll send them a DM and they're like, all right, you're good. Like they just hold tape. They have yeah, to hold Yeah, no, of tables. course. And that's how it should work. But I'm just like the fact that like I cannot do it easily. I cannot spend mm-hmm. 20 minutes on Resi and mm-hmm. get out of there with what I want on a Monday night is crazy. And you are and you weren't looking that day. You're looking three, two, yeah, three, three days, days in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it is a bummer. It's it's a real problem, and I and I think that when you have a new problem that is created, like like this problem, this is where innovation begins. So this is our new startup application. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well, you know what I blame it on is Dumois. Oh, okay. Because they they because we went to dinner at Sunset Tower with John Mayer. <laughs> Kieran and Ship. We're we're we were just in a BJ group. Novak. We're just in a we're just, with a group. And friends. And friends. We're and friends. Mm-hmm. That hurt. See, the problem is we are the and fr- so we're we're the BJ Novaks of normal people, and the and friends are our, are the people who have to make dinner reservations four and a half months in advance. Exactly, because I, that's the only way. No, it's the only way. So I guess we're just not going to eat, which is fine with me. <sighs> I mean, I'll eat on the plane. I'll no. eat. I'll eat my seven a.m. breakfast. I'll take you to. No, we can do a nice sue in Monday night before the. I mean, it'll keep you light and sweet. Yeah, I might not want to eat before, depending on what my outfit's going to be. I think you're going to need a nice layer of, you know, a base. You're going to need a base. I'm, I'm going to need a well. How many better, Stella, How many Stellas can one man drink? I, uh, I rarely drink beer now. I only drink Japanese beer with meals. I know, but I think they're, you know, I think... Is this a Stella-powered activation? No, I don't think it's Stella-powered, but I think it uh, would. It could be. It's not off the table. It's not off the table. I'll get a base... I'll get a nice base coat at Sweetgreen. Mm-hmm. No Zetar breadcrumbs. Oh, the Zetar breadcrumbs. Thank God they put the calories next to those. I know, I know. Because I, I love the crunch, but you got to get it from a raw nut. But I guess... <laughs> also also calor, calorie dense. But maybe since I'm going cheese-free... No, no, no feta crumble, extra Zatar breadcrumbs. That's not how it should work, Jason. Oh, I know. You can't do that. Stop giving yourself treats. You haven't done anything. That's not how it should work, but that's how it does work in my head. I, I, I understand. You're a twisted guy. Mm-hmm. I, that's um, what I, that's why I can't fit into my long vol. I know. Do you want me to try those on? Right now, yeah. No, I can't. I, I don't have my headset mic today. Shout out to T Double R. Chris's favorite online destination. You guys ever shop the real real? I just learned that you could pay thirty dollars a month. This is not an ad. I just learned you can pay thirty dollars a month to look at stuff before everyone else can look That's at it. That's so fucking smart. Really There's so many people that would pay that much. That's not very much money. I, I feel like I'm gonna tell my girlfriend that and she'd be like, I've been doing that. I've been paying that since two thousand seventeen yeah, or something yeah. like that. Don't look at the shared account. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's definitely a that's I mean, I feel like they maybe they should only offer that to power users. Hmm. You can't be no joker off the street. No, you got to spend a certain amount before they before they let you know. So, um, did you know that Substack is pivoting to a dating site? Did you see this? What? Yeah. Are they so they're linking up nerds who hate legacy publications with other nerds who hate legacy publications? I think they're using like before it was like we use your looks and like your favorite song at the moment as a way to find your soulmate and life partner. Now it's brain. And and Substack is like and I don't mean top. Are you a fiction bitch? Are you a non-fiction bitch? You know what I mean? You know what that says to me, Jason? Mhm. Substack is struggling to monetize. That's right. Well, they're thinking outside of the box. They're thinking outside of the bun, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be successful. I mean, it's it's fascinating. I went and clicked on it just to see. It is fascinating. And it's kind of like you write a little something about yourself, just like a normal dating profile, yeah. but it's like, are you into fiction, autofiction, nonfiction, blah, blah, blah. Autoerotic asphyxiation or autofiction? Autoerotic fan fiction. Oh, I see. 
That's when my Harry's, little my Harry Styles blog that I keep a little secret. Harry Styles used his impossibly skinny Gucci tie, vintage. <laughs> Did you see his? About his back was looking like Ben Affleck in Stillwater, <laughs> deep water, whatever it's called. <laughs> in that he has a large dragon tattoo. No, and that he's looking cut up. Where in his video? I haven't seen the video. I haven't seen the video either. Unfortunately, and I, I, I couldn't tweet this because my mentions would get ruined. But the song is not doing much for me. Oh, jeez, Louise! It's a little mid. Is it just a song or is it a whole album? It's just a song. What What do you call Harry Styles again? You have a, what's his full name? Harold Stylish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who coined that. I feel like that's a Rachel Tashin thing, but it's too funny. I think. I mean, that's tough because he, he's two weeks away from Coachella. And he's like, I'm about to drop this shit. It's I mean, about it's to it's the most the streamed game. song ever. Really? So, or it broke the Spotify record, I think, for the most streamed song in one day or some shit. Golly, it doesn't matter. That don't I mean, mean it good. No, I mean, I just don't. I don't know. It's like a little bit. It's just like doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Who was it? I was talking about this yesterday when Diplo said to us that fucking Mo Bamba was the last song that really went. <laughs> I'm like, he might be right. No way. Mo Bamba is like throw a chair through a window, though. That shit goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there has to be some other. There has to be. No, I mean, I'm I the wrong person to ask, but that was like a, you put this on, this is going to be the song of the night. Yeah, for a while. Mm-hmm. He had another one, too. He had a couple. I don't support him. I mean, he's, he's done. But I keep seeing this Range Rover in West Hollywood that has a Mo Bamba license plate. Mm-hmm. Confirmed it's not him. What lawyer drives that? Definitely a lawyer. It's got a chain license plate holder. <laughs> Substack, Substack dating. They're it's, desperate. I mean, it's kind that, of fun. I, I like it. After that Tim Dillon story about meeting with them, where they were like wanting yeah. him to switch over for no money. I mean, these guys a, are it's lost. A, it's a dope community building. Yeah, thing. it's just dope for you to build your community on our platform. I think there's hope for it, but I just I want to see the you know the before and after like. Hey, I need, you know, I, I've met my wife and like, this is our life. You want to see plenty of fish style testimonials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not going to see who this actually worked on. And yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to go to like a non-alcoholic bar in Greenpoint where all these people meet each other <laughs> after they, well, a, lo- a lot of, a lot of people use, you know, like letterboxed reviews as a way to, yeah. I don't know, attract the, the fairer sex. Jason, as you've said many times to me. Chris, there's no hot chick that's going to like the music you like, <laughs> you know, and you, you're kind of right. And there are six sixes listening to this right now <laughs> who are like, I like, um, I love the verve. <laughs> no, 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 that's the problem. Uh, you know, cause I've talked to friends like this who are like, I have very hyper specific taste in certain things. And it's so rare to meet somebody who matches that. Like, hey, I'm really into this, 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 and this. You know, like esoteric French cinema from 1940s. I'm into that. I'm into professional wrestling. I'm into this. You know, now you're just talking about Mikey. So go go ahead. (laughs) I know a lot of people who are into wrestling and also into other cool. Very dark, but sure. It's a it is a it's a small window of people, but for some reason they they do exist. But you know, like. Take five random things, and you're, these are my interests, and then these are my political beliefs. Mm-hmm. This is my sense of humor, and this is who I'm attracted to. And then you you put all those criteria into your real, real search, and it says no results found. Or it says yeah. three results found, and you know two, what, two of them are sold, one of them is on hold, and one of them is the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what you have. So then all the ones that are sold, those are people who are married already in relationships. So if you are so hyper-specific and then you find somebody who actually comes up in that search history one time and you're like, holy shit, this is it. I found my soulmate. And then you have to remember, you, you get the love blinders on. Mm. And you're like, I don't care that this person is emotionally manipulative. Mm. Um, maybe, try- over, maybe overweight. I don't care if they're overweight. <laughs> I don't care if they're trying to drain my life savings and kill my family. I don't mm. care if they're slowly poisoning this, this, me every morning this, in my overnight oats. This guy is bad veganing me, and there's nothing I can do about it. But God, he has the best taste. Yeah, but because, in movies, yeah, and and you have that's a hard thing to let go. But you can you can pull a bitch off a of letterbox reviews. I'm sure that somebody that listens to this podcast has done that. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm proud to say I've never looked at Letterboxd, and I only know what it is because somebody mentioned it on this show. Really? Why would I look at that? I mean, you wouldn't look at it, but you should People caring about other... like I, The fact that people read non-professionals' reviews of things, <laughs> who cares? Like, do you, I don't give a shit what some 17-year-old thinks about a Godard movie. Like, why would I care about that? Well, professionals don't really exist anymore is a problem. We're all professional critics of everything. But that's the thing. We're not. We think we are, but we're not. I know, but we're also, there's a little pot meat kettle. Of course. Because of course. we're doing that, of course. Yeah, but I don't know. But we do it cool and Yeah, well, you can listen to it for entertainment. I don't think you should take mm-hmm. it as the Lord's word. Yeah, but I mean, if if I love movies and I have these hyper-specific tastes in movies and I have hyper-specific thoughts and feelings about them, I'm like, I like this movie because this thing happened in the second act and it actually is an allegory for this thing and I really saw this and that because no, the director's first. And if you're able to, if that's what you, you what yeah, your brain did. professor, bro. No, I'm saying if your brain does that and then another person who cares? reads that and they're like, holy shit, my brain does that. I've never met anyone else who has the same take on the same thing. And then you're like, we have to be soulmates. We have to get married. We're, and I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking it's about It's a that. waste of time. But it's, it's exciting, though. It's not, though. It's so exciting. If you have... Why would you want to talk to yourself? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, to have somebody who understands your brain in a way that nobody else does, that's alluring to me. Yeah, I mean, cool. I haven't met anyone like that yet. <laughs> You're not going to, because what goes on in there, no one should see. I'm not going to, and, and luckily, I haven't. I mean, because if you do find somebody, then it's like torture, you know? You you are stuck with that person forever, even if they're terrible, like you've seen The Bad Vegan or whatever. Like you, no. it, it is pure torture, and we're, we're lucky to find life partners who think... We ain't shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, people basing a relationship on movies or music or book taste is <laughs> is juvenile. It's like what you do in high school. It's like when you meet somebody at a make-out club. I think it depends on the book, and it no. depends on the no, taste No, it's on juvenile. The book. That's not real life. Like, that's not real life. That has nothing to do with compatibility. It doesn't. Mm. It just doesn't. I mean, if you're able to absorb infinite jest and you have a unique special take on okay, it. Okay, so you talk about it once and then what are you doing? Is that is that is that informing your breakfast the next day? Is that just a blanket <laughs> over your entire life and relationship on how you process the world? No. But you could but you could have that same connection with something that is truly juvenile. Yeah, trivial. Jesus Christ. It's That's just what like, people oh, <laughs> or like I make I eat peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. The way you're talking nobody else in the world does the that. The way you're talking about this is literally what religion is to people. They're like, oh, this person believes in God at the same level I do. That's all that matters. We have to procreate. <laughs> that that's what you're trying. So I that like, would make sense if there were two Christians in so the world. So me, me, and this chick, we both love super bad and think it's the best movie. So now we have to define our lives by the <laughs> fact that we love super bad and think that it's the best cinematic <laughs> masterpiece of all time. You're looking at it on a macro level. I'm looking at it on a micro level. Well, that's why I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> no problem. Next. No problem. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I haven't seen Superbad. Is it good? It's a pr- it's pretty good. I was listening to this podcast with this interview. The guy was interviewing Judd Apatow yesterday. I, think it was I thought Judd Apatow was canceled after his The Slap Tag. He's got a new movie out called The Bubble, only on Netflix. Great. Uh, He's so annoying. You'll dude. like it. It's funny. But the guy who was interviewing, I think it was called Recode. It's like yeah, it's, it's big, big. Recode's it's a, big. Yeah, it's a big podcast about like tech news and yeah. entertainment, blah, blah, blah. He had him on to talk about it. And the first thing he told Judd Apatow was, I named my sons Ben and Jonah. And he's like, okay. And and he's like, yeah, because Ben is like the main character and, you know, knocked up or whatever. And Jonah yeah. from Superbad. And Judd Apatow was like nice enough to be like, you named your son after Jonah Hill because he was in Superbad. Like you love, I mean, I love Jonah Hill. Can you imagine? Superbad's a legendary movie, but it's crazy to name your son. Can you imagine admitting that? Like admitting you're a professional that- journalist. Like you're a professional person. And you admit that he's for, a guy in his you know late fifties who wears a suit to work every day. And I'm worried, has hundreds man. of thousands of followers. If you're listening, Recode guy, come on the show. No, don't come on the it. show. Go talk to your son Jonah about how he's going to get made fun of because <laughs> he's he's going to need his father as as time goes on. I think you should watch the bubble though. I haven't. I fell asleep. I'm not going to watch it. that shit, bro. Judd Apatow ain't shit. I think this is his best movie in a long time. You watched it? 
I like I I watched the first hour and fell asleep. It's it's like a satirical spoof on, uh, like a a terrible like Marvel movie franchise uh-huh. about like fighting dinosaurs. And who's it's like, in it? Uh, I don't think it's going to help you out. It's it's a normal cast of people that he you would see him like in. famous Jared friends of the show. His wife's in it. His daughter's in. Oh, it. Oh, of course. Keen Peels in Bucky it. Fucking nepotism, right? Am I right? I mean, they're, they're, his wife is an amazing comedic actor. I agree. She kills it. But they're, they're, the whole point of it is they're filming this movie in London, and then COVID hits, and they all are inside of a bubble. Oh, great. A COVID theme. That's just what I want to watch. You'll like it. It's funny. Yeah, I love COVID. I, I think you'll like it, honestly. I, I, I believe you to an extent. It's not going to be better than The Dropout, but you know, it's only weekly. What is, Chris? What is? <laughs> what is? <laughs> I, I, also, Bridgerton... I have to watch Bridgerton because my girlfriend likes likes it. It is a full soap opera, but they do orchestral covers yeah. of songs, and 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 she was every time the song comes on, she's like, "What song is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, this one's Nirvana." Did they do Push and P yet? They did not do Push and P. Well, that's a that's a mistake on their part. It's such a slippery slope when you do orchestral or like via, like string quartet covers of songs. It's, it's a it's a cool thing for that show to do. It is, but the I mean, when you do like, oh, this is some like Nirvana B side from In Bloom. You're no, like, yeah, that's sick and that's tasteful and it sounds correct when you're doing it. But then when you put it on, you're like, is this like, oh, this doesn't work because it, this is like a Lizzo song or like, yeah, it's it's too current. Yeah, it's too current or like, just because you can cover this song with a violin doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that it needs to exist. Um, audibly from from a violin, but that's the only music in that show, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've been listening to some music, Jason. I've been listening to Marin Morris. Oh, God damn it! And it's it's crazy how good it is, and it's just a reminder. Also, why didn't she? She needs to change her name. That's not a star name. Well, she's. But I think Marin? When, you, when you start out country, it, it is. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's crazy. And I don't know if you listened to it. It's literally. I listened to the song about tall guys. It's what Casey Musgrave should have been. The second album should have been this. And unfortunately, she linked up with Troy Sivan and made a fucking stinker. Can you believe how big of a flop that was? Like it went away in a week. I didn't listen. She to was it. huge. She was huge. I mean, I'm sure the tour still sells out and shit. It's no big mm-hmm. deal. But like that, that's got to be one of the worst flops in history. Play the other album. It's got to be one of the worst flops in history. I Beloved. Think, I think because when when the first country album comes out, you're making it with like thirteen year olds in mind. Like no. if, well like when I listen to the Marin Morris compared to Casey Musgraves, like the lyrical content for a Casey Musgraves is for like a twenty one year old gay guy or a a, a girl yeah, who lives yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Tennessee who's going to college. Like it's it's a little more adult themed, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but it's still kind of you know elementary. Once again, your issue here is that you're listening to lyrics. But go ahead. <laughs> and then, and then the Marin Moore song. It's like, oh, this is for like fifth and sixth graders. No, it's you know not. I mean? That's that's like country songwriting is simple. That's the whole point. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't think the Casey Musgrave stuff is that complex. Yeah, I mean, adding one plus one is also simple, but you need something more if you get older. And I think, and that's why. You know, and there's many adults well into their 40s, 50s, and 60s who still have, you know, the mental capacity of a fifth and sixth grader in terms of lyrical content. Once again, lyrical content is your issue. Okay. Well, I mean, the music, I listened to the song about tall guys, and it's what, three chords on an acoustic guitar. There's yeah, but it's, it's three catchier chords <laughs> than a lot of other people. And she's saying, like, normal guys are cool, but I like guys that are tall. That's cool. How could you not relate to that? That's relatable lyrics for you. You know, she said she wants to sit on your shoulders, bro, and you can reach tall stuff. That's I mean, good. It, that's good stuff. It really is like a sixth grader, yeah, wrote no, it, it you is, know? It And is. then when I and that's for and, and female country artists eons ahead of male country artists in terms of lyrical content. Well, did you hear that one? <laughs> There's a, like every every millionaire, huge stadium selling out country male artist is like, this is a song about beer. This is the song about trucks. This is a song about going to the river. Those are life's simple pleasures, Jason. And those are. <laughs> did you hear that? What's his name though? The big, I think Eric Church, the big fucking country guy, had a sold out like arena show, and he canceled it because his favorite college basketball team is in the final four, and the game is that night. And he's told he was just like, yeah, sorry, like I got to watch the game. Jesus, he's probably a Duke boy. 
I know, I know. He no, he is, he is. But I was just like, that is at, to tell your Shout fans out to, my Tar Heel fans. to tell your fans that is insane. That's a great power move. Honestly, I like it. I mean, I'm sure that people will complain, but still, obviously, people will complain. But also, go. it's kind of like, hey, I wanted to watch the game too. Oh, that's a good. Point. I got a lot. I got a lot of money rolling on. The, I know. I'm gonna have game. to have the Grammys tonight on the live stream. You'll have it in your earpiece in the Escalade. I'm gonna have to get the one with the TVs in the back of the seats. So I can kind of the nav the Lincoln Navigator with the TVs. Grammys are in Vegas, right? Yeah, and there's some issues apparently. New York Post is reporting it's a dump. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bro, Vegas is a fucking dump. So New York Post is like, wow, we went to Vegas and well, I think it's just I think it's just like people are like the stylists are like, what? Like we can't get around. There's no tailors. Like every everything had to. (laughs) It's like when everything has to be brought in. How much more difficult that is than stuff like being around and like part of part yeah. of the city i mean it's like it's like doing a it's like burning man it's like filming a movie in the middle of the forest yeah. and like complaining that there's no electrical out there or wi-fi it's like well yeah, but it's a real it. city it's like a real city but it's a, you know they can't even get car services you know what are you gonna do i mean you can get cocaine you can get process a sex worker don't work don't worry silk sonic the number one industry plant is performing if silk sonic and her just made a record together Called industry plant and then disappeared. But Silk Sonic has what's his name in it? Anderson Pock and and who's Bruno? There? Yeah, Bruno Mars is literally like the he's he's top, bro. He's what? He's the top. He was. This he, Silk Sonic thing's taking his stock down. They they ain't got no hits. No, it sucks. I, I was in Orange County yesterday at a Instagram bakery, and there was a <laughs> there's a full adult man yeah wearing a brand new silk sonic t-shirt <laughs> you know like like you would wear in middle school you know what i mean just like a guy who's like 27 do you, think, do you think he copped at the at the show or yeah you, for sure okay for sure was it a full color kind of like it had their faces on it type oh yeah beat? oh yeah it was kind of you know like the old classic like a little kim concert t-shirt it was meant to be like a bootleg sure. one i love that people it went, may have had sequins on it anderson pock people are like but he plays the drums. I'm like, yeah, he's a talented musician that makes music that I never want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Be, like, why are you impressed that a musician can play an instrument? That's the bar is too low. <laughs> the bar is too fucking low. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about his beanies if we want to talk about something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's so many. It's, like, the guy's a fucking genius. He's incredible. I, I get it. But what like, a great drummer. Yeah, but like, who wants to watch that? Like, who cares? Who wants to? No, well, not even who wants to watch. It, who wants to listen to it? Mm-hmm. Watching it, somebody play drums, I do like. Actually. I'm sure the drummer for Sting is uh, just as good. Who gives don't talk a fuck? about Stuart Copeland like that? He's an incredible drummer. Yeah, much better than Anderson Pock. He does. Nobody gives a shit. He has a, a bigger grasp on percussion as a whole. <laughs> wow! I've seen the police. I've saw the police You're really at, in your little bag. I've saw I saw the police at Madison Square Garden, and this motherfucker had a like he was playing drums, but he was fully 360 degrees surrounded by percussion. Oh, like yeah. he had every like he could reach behind him, he could reach up mm-hmm. to the left to the mm-hmm. right, and there was something to hit. I'm not talking about a China symbol like at a chokehold show. I'm talking about like chimes, bongos, the whole shit. <laughs> wow, coffee's really hitting, isn't it, Chris? I like that. <laughs> I like it a lot. So yeah, we 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 mentioned that we're going to New York, but we didn't really mention it. Yeah, I mean we're we're going. To- to an gonna, event. This time today, we're going to be in New York at an event. It's it's chilly there, huh? I'm gonna have to no, pack. it's not that chilly. It's in the fifties. It's not that bad. Oh, okay, okay. You can you need to bring pants though. I know, dude. I, I've my shorts game has been slipping. What do you mean? I've been I wear pants every day now. You got it. You got a course correct. It's fucked up. We can't do this. <sighs> I don't know what to do. No, we're doing a quick. It's a quick trip to New York, and it's for a purpose. It's, it's a walkthrough. It's a walkthrough. We're going for a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. We finally got booked for a walkthrough. If you see us in New York, say hi. But thanks to our friends at Calvin Klein. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. Do you like celebrating, Jason? Oh yeah, I do too. Do I want to get blacked out on a Monday, mm-hmm. then the next day record a podcast, spend all day editing, and then go back on an airplane to go home the uh-huh. next day? Well, think about me, Jason. I was in New York just a few days ago. Could have just stayed, you know, I have an apartment there. It could have been fine. Mm. But, you know, instead I came back. I dealt with a contractor, um, worked out, and now I'm just getting back on the plane. Leave it to us to complain about flying across the country first class and getting put up <laughs> in a hotel to stand around at a party for an hour. We'll, we'll find a way. I can complain about anything. That's kind of my whole thing. All right. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. We don't have any... 
No, the tickets. I think there's a few tickets left for Toronto. Toronto's um, pretty much sold out. We got some other dates coming up. We soon. bought our plane ticket for Toronto. It's really happening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have my Delta app says Toronto. Mm-hmm. Thirty seven days. That's right. Thirty seven days away. We'll pick out a hotel soon. Unfortunately, you know, I think the 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 Four Seasons is a little out of our budget. Even though it's a Canadian company, I love to support those local businesses. If anyone speaking of local business, if you sell drugs in Toronto, I don't like to fly international with flour or coke. So. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure. Let's touch base. I my deep connections to the community in the six uh, uh-huh. will you know I you know I think that we could probably if Drake's out of town there are some guest rooms. Okay, you know it's a little out of the way. Bridal path is like a little far, but it's fine. it's worth it. It's worth it. I think it'd be worth it for you because I know you're kind of like a you like velvet, you know. Oh yeah. So that there's a velvet room there. It's kind of like a black OVO velvet. I don't want to see the black light in the velvet room. I also don't. Because you can scrub. But you you can't clean. (laughs) No. Uh, All right. Uh, How long gone? Uh, Get those tickets if you're in Toronto. There's a few left. Um, We'll see you tonight at the Greek at the Wiltern. We'll see you in New York. We're touching the street. Yeah, you might be different, but I told you 